Knowledge Products presents Science and Discovery on Astronomy. Astronomy begins with the Earth and advances through time and space to the outer limits of the expanding universe. Within astronomy, the questions are as deep and broad as the subject itself. What material makes up the stars, and why do they shine? What are the laws of nature, and why are they obeyed by every molecule in the cosmos? What's out there beyond our current scientific knowledge? And if not what, then who? What, if any, are the limits of the scientific imagination? At the speed of light, 186,282 miles per second, in only one second, you could circle the Earth seven times. Yet light would have to travel for 120,000 years to reach the edge of our own galaxy, the Milky Way. Beyond the Milky Way are countless other galaxies. Some of their light and radio waves, those that reach us today, were emitted millions of years ago. We cannot know what's happened to these stars since then because nothing could have traveled faster than the speed of light to tell us about it. But we can make some highly educated guesses. Modern astronomy is propelled by space-age technology and advanced educational degrees, but it wasn't always so demanding. Before there was science, there was superstition, and for thousands of years there was an interesting combination of the two called astrology. Astrology is still around, and even today both astronomers and astrologers study the stars. But beyond that, modern astronomy and astrology have little in common. Astronomy is a rigorous scientific endeavor, while astrology is in most minds associated with horoscopes and other entertaining diversions. Nonetheless, astrology and astronomy were like two sides of the same coin until well into the 18th century. In a book entitled Astrology Explained, contemporary American astrologer Walter Gibson suggests why people have turned to astrology so often and for such a long time. Astrology, the study of divination by the stars, teaches that certain stars have guiding influences over mankind. That this is true to a certain degree, no one can deny. The sun, to us the most important of the heavenly bodies, is the source of light and heat. Without its influence, life would cease to be. The moon casts its influence upon the earth, being responsible for the tides. Of the fixed stars, Polaris, the pole star, has served as a guide throughout the ages, indicating the north with unerring precision. Whether or not it was unerringly precise, astrology was influential throughout the ancient world. Gibson describes what may be antiquity's most shining example of astrology. Everyone is familiar with the biblical account of the three wise men and the star in the east. The wise men were unquestionably astrologers who made a practice of studying the heavens and who were impressed by auspicious positions of the planets. Like science and religion, astronomy and astrology have marched side by side and sometimes have crossed paths throughout history. But most scientists were glad to see astrology go its own way. Today, astronomers discourage the study of astrology because the more deeply students get into it, 
the further they get from the scientific truth. In a book entitled Astronomy, science writer Dennis Fraden shows just how far away some people have been carried. In the early 16th century, Europeans were still paying more attention to astrology than to astronomy, and even the religious leaders were making decisions according to the positions of the stars and planets. When Julius II became Pope in 1503, he consulted astrologers to determine the best day for his coronation. The next Pope, Leo X, founded a chair for the study of astrology at the University of Rome. Perhaps the climax of astrological hysteria occurred in 1524, when thousands panicked because of an alignment of the planets in Pisces the fishes. Because they associated Pisces with water, people convinced themselves that a worldwide flood was coming. Many flocked to hills and mountain peaks where they hoped to survive the coming deluge. In the town of Toulouse in southern France, the townspeople even built an ark. Travelers have always relied on the heavens, and despite the availability of modern tools such as the compass, some still use ancient navigational methods. Natives of modern Polynesia, for example, navigate as their ancestors did, using nature rather than technology. In the book Star Watchers of Ages Past, American historian Malcolm Weiss relates a recent trip that, in some ways, was like a voyage many centuries ago. One scientist, David Lewis, made many voyages with Polynesian navigators. Each voyage lasted at least a week. One covered nearly 500 miles across the Pacific Ocean. Some of the trips were made in native canoes, and some aboard Lewis's own boat. The Polynesians did all the navigating. Lewis checked them with his charts, compass, and other modern equipment. He watched as they used one star and then another and another to determine their course. By day, they steered by the sun. On cloudy days, they watched the direction of the waves. But mostly, the Polynesians relied on the sun and the stars. Lewis found that they steered as well as he could with modern equipment. The 17th century scientist Isaac Newton also relied on the sun and the stars. He, too, moved astronomy forward with the accumulated wisdom of his predecessors. No one made greater contributions to the celestial sciences than Isaac Newton, but he gave credit to those who had forged the way. If I see further than other men, it is because I stand upon the shoulders of giants. We'll get to know Isaac Newton, his heavenly challenges and incomparable accomplishments in some depth as our story continues into the age of reason. But in the meantime, who are those giants that Newton saluted? What steps did they take, and why did they leave such a deep impression on astronomy? What questions did they ask, and why are their ideas as vital today as they ever were? These are the big questions about the big picture, and to determine the answers, somebody somewhere had to somehow stand up and take the first step. Music 